Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Welcome to Bottoming, the podcast about LGBTQ mental health, rock bottoming, and beyond. Be sure to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at bottomingpod or visit bottomingpodcast.com for more content relating to each episode. We've also added a support page to direct you to the right place if you're struggling or need someone to talk to. Thanks for listening, and don't forget to subscribe. Hi, my name's Brendan. And my name's Matthew, and our pronouns are he and him. Another episode, and it's very fun. It is a very fun one. We've been very excited about this for a long, longest time. Yeah, we did this interview, uh, what? February, I believe, at this point. Goodness me. That's some pre-planning on our part, actually. That is. (laughs) (laughs) You should just throw this shit together the night before. Well, (laughs) this week we've got Rosie Jones, comedian extraordinaire. To put it lightly, she's a million and one (laughs) other things. (laughs) Yeah. But yeah, we are just absolutely thrilled to have spoken to Rosie. Um, And obviously it's been what's felt like about 16 years since we did Mm. the interview. Mm -hmm. So listening back before we recorded this episode, um, I have just had a very ugly (laughs) smile on my face ever since. (laughs) Because it made me very, very happy listening back. Yeah. How's your your couple of weeks been? Yeah, it was gorgeous. What did we release today? We released (gasps) Taylor Swift. We did. Taylor's version. Taylor's version, which is a completely completely new version of our trailer mm-hmm. we've re-recorded taken the original and re-recorded the audio mm-hmm. some new elements in there yeah a little sneak peek at some upcoming guests including so, the one right here mm-hmm. right now hard to believe really <laughs> we were meant to take april off oh yeah that didn't happen did it no here we are 
what April fourteenth. <laughs> we released an episode last week, a new trailer this week, and we're currently recording the episode to come out next week, <laughs> which you're listening to today. <laughs> um, so I would just like to take a moment to talk about something that arrived in my inbox, in my inbox, in my post box this week. Um. So if you listen to our History Month series, you will remember that we spoke to um, Elim Karaj, who is the author of Queer London. When it came through my letterbox, I was blown away. It is magnificent. It is such a gorgeous little piece of literature. The pink is gorgeous. <laughs> the paper, the graphic designer that I used to be mm-hmm. when I was at uni mm. jumped out. <laughs> I honestly have picked it up and looked at it so many times. The photos in it are gorgeous. So all the photos in there are by Tim Body. Yeah, it's just it's a it's a must read. Um if you listened and didn't pre order, shame bell. Now it's your second chance. We believe in second chances. <laughs> for most most people you can get one. You can uh-huh. get one today. <laughs> um how's your week? Very good, thanks. I handed in, well, no, I didn't hand in, but I finished my advanced developmental psychology essay, which I'm very proud mm-hmm. and pleased for it to be out of my mind. So I don't have to think about that now. Oh, and we've got a drum roll, because also you. Oh, oh, oh my oh. gosh. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm coming back to London. And Brendan is leaving the sticks. I'm leaving the sticks, but coming back to London... To a, to, a, to a place that I'm less familiar with. Mm-hmm. And I never thought I'd be saying this, but it's going to be East London. <laughs> uh, Can't play I that. won. I won. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we, we're going to be around the corner from each other, babes. Mm-hmm. Isn't that nice? Yeah. I am very excited to have you around the corner as things open up. We get to go. Mm-hmm. We've booked a couple of things. We're going to Superstore, Dolce Superstore. Yeah support those local venues mm-hmm. so um and yeah looking forward as well to meeting some people that we've spoken to for the podcast that we've only ever met virtually praise which me. would be lovely another highlight this week just very quickly have to say very much deserved mm. the r pop resurgence for lady gaga <laughs> <laughs> I... god there isn't a gay in the world that hasn't posted this you know or, or like tweeted saying I was always I I I always thought pop pop was was it was a hit. I always thought <laughs> pop was amazing. I have died on that hill <laughs> many a time. Case Since in point. Case in point. <laughs> <laughs> Since twenty thirteen, many a time. So I am just very pleased to see that that has <laughs> also brightened up my week. Yeah. But I want to take us back, Matthew, because I was going through my notes and I went back mm-hmm. to the very first episode mm. that we recorded back in 2018 and found um, this quote, which I think would be nice to start <laughs> today on, which I actually think I said in the first episode, um, but I haven't listened to it in a while, so forgive me. And it's from Julia Louis-Dreyfus, who, when she received the Mark Twain Prize, um, I think this was actually during that time, so maybe 2018. And she says, laughter is a basic human need along with love and food and a HBO subscription. There's no <laughs> situation, none, that isn't improved with a couple of laughs. 
And isn't that nice? That is lovely. Amen. I mean, yeah, that is what um, that is what bottoming is is based on. For, not not that quote, <laughs> not the quote itself, but um, the idea that whenever we've been going through any of this shit, mm. you've just got to make a bit of a laugh. You have to have a bit of a laugh. Make a laugh. Mm-hmm. Be the laugh. Be the laugh. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. In uh, I did a quick Google before before we started, and I found an article that was on Forbes, <clears throat> and they quoted a paper which was uh, published in 2014 called "Humor, Aging, and Life Review: Survival mm. Through the Use of Humor." And one of the quotes was, humor is the most natural and cost-free method of reducing stress, anxiety, and tension, while also improving an individual's physical and mental health, as well as enhancing a positive worldview. Oh, I do believe that, actually. Do you? Yeah. I mean, I know when we were chatting about this in the, in the, the pre-chat, ah. I, by no means at all, and I know a lot of people would agree with me on this, I am not a comedian. I do not class myself as a comedian. Excuse me. However, I do find myself very funny. I'm sure a lot of people say this. Mm-hmm. They find themselves funny. I make myself laugh Absolutely. quite regularly. I'm a, m- uh, my own, you know, biggest fan. Yeah, <laughs> 100%. And I think when you've got two people that think very similarly, we've always had the sim- a very similar sense of humour. Mm. Um, quite inappropriate, quite often, yeah. which I also think helps given um, especially some of the the topics that we would be discussing, especially early on Mm. Mm -hmm. pre-podcast. Whereas I think now we've maybe found a a better process to talk about them with, Mm -hmm. whereas you just used to like slap a laugh on them and move on. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, sometimes not in the most healthiest way. If if you're not, you know, being proactive with (laughs) with getting help, you're just like, ha ha ha, I'm dying. Ha ha ha. Um... But when you aren't in a position to laugh at yourself, you know, it's good to go to your, your, your the things that, you know, you're guaranteed to make yourself laugh. Mm-hmm. And hopefully that'll snap you out of it. Yeah, fair. Do you have any, do you have any golden nuggets? <laughs> <laughs> I know one thing that we've both watched, I think we've mentioned in previous episodes, on this specific topic, uh. um, Broad City. Yeah. For me, has been one of my mm. all-time favorite shows, just because the writing in it is just so funny and stupid. <laughs> one of my favorite scenes. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> if you haven't seen Broad City, um, I think it was on Comedy Central in the UK. Um, you can watch it on Sky, mm-hmm. possibly Amazon now as well. Um, Abby gets a tooth taken out. <laughs> she is incredibly high, <laughs> incredibly high on the medication she's been given. <laughs> And she escapes the dentist <laughs> and goes to Whole Foods. And it is, oh honestly, it is one of the funniest episodes. I haven't seen it for months. Mm-hmm. And I've got tears in my eyes thinking about <laughs> thinking about the scene at the yeah. end when she's at the checkout. Uh-huh. <clears throat> for anyone that's seen it, I really hope that you also find the same joy in that episode. <laughs> because honestly, it absolutely kills me. Just even the smallest of thoughts. Mm. Uh, if you haven't, I would highly recommend <laughs> Broad City because it is a fantastic, fantastic series overall. Um, Amen. I am um, one actually something that came out this week 
is the trailer for the new season of Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. And I know you don't watch it, but I love these women. But I was watching um, season seven last night and it was this really (laughs) emotional, like um, they, they went to Hong Kong and Lisa Vanderpump is like campaigning against this dog meat festival. And they went around this dog shelter and <laughs> Kyle was like, she she looked really upset and she was like looking at the labels of the dogs that are in these cages and she was like, oh, what is mongrel? I've never heard of that breed. There's a lot of them here. <laughs> and they just made me howl. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't do it for me, but honestly, when I see like the one lines on Twitter. Oh my God, my nose has started to bleed. <laughs> I'm going to have to use this. It literally came out like a tap. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All of that housewives emotion. It's just caused Brendan to have oh my God. a nosebleed. <laughs> See, that is the power of humour right there in action. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, Do I have blood on my chin? Yeah. God, it is really gushing. <laughs> now, we all know we love social media. Mm-hmm. Um, there's an Instagram account that you brought me on to which never fails to make me howl which is Bailey Mills <laughs> Shaggy Scooby <laughs> I can't see without my glasses <laughs> have you seen the other one where she's like um, hi everyone I'm Hannah I'm going to teach you how to play the flute. For anyone that wants to check out what Brendan's talking about, you need to go to at Bailey J Mills 99. Bailey B A I L E Y J Mills 99. And honestly, you will not regret it. Yeah. Um, 21 year old non binary drag queen based in Lincolnshire. Honestly, joy, absolute joy every <laughs> single day. The absolute highlight for me was the Velma. (laughs) The Velma video. I'm just gonna also this one. Hold on, I was told there was gonna be a rain. (laughs) Where is everyone? Oh, were they pulling my leg? Oh, I was so excited for that midday rave. I guess it's off to Sainsbury's and get a packet of crisps for me. (laughs) For me. (laughs) Honestly, Thank you so much for people that are able to give themselves like that to social because honestly, you bring me joy in this house. There's not a Jesus song. So one that finished me off today, I'll be honest. Yeah, <clears throat> I'm so sorry, but I'm so distracted. The moment Brendan's pinching his nose, the the tissue hanging out as he's still having this nosebleed because of the the amount of laughs <laughs> that he's doing. You shouldn't put your head back, though. You should put oh, it forward. Okay, yeah. thank you, Doctor. If you do it back, you'll swallow your blood and then sick up the blood. <laughs> Goodness. And it's sometimes just the most simple of tweets that hit the hardest. <laughs> so, any Stenders clip, we've all seen them. Uh-huh. There's a certain niche, certain area on Twitter where these thrive. A certain <laughs> type of account that does really well with these. So, the caption is, the cha-cha slide after you turn to the left. And for visuals, that is Pat Butcher shoving Peggy Mitchell. And that is it. And honestly, that is... 
to set me up right if I am feeling a bit shit. There's obviously a reason <clears throat> that Brendan and I are not making a living as comedians. Um, <laughs> because I'd end up having nosebleeds on stage. <laughs> That's why. Um, and I think, as I mentioned at the start, I find myself very funny. Whether people have turned off by now. Who knows? One person. Who knows bleed? Am I right? <laughs> so if you're still with us, we did mention, obviously... Like, we are not professional medical, <laughs> mental health providers of any sort. We're also not professional comedians. Yeah. Um, we love a good pun. We love to name fun episode names. And yeah. we like to laugh at stupid memes and ourselves and each other. But one person who is above and beyond. Yeah. <laughs> who can command a stage. Who can command a TV show. A Google Meet Hangout. A Google Meet Hangout. <laughs> is Rosie Jones. Yeah. So I first came across Rosie um, probably back in 2018. Actually, it was at an LGBT network event. Um, and they put on like a queer comedy night. Mm. And Rosie, <laughs> I think Rosie was like third or fourth, maybe, maybe, maybe was last on. And honestly, <laughs> I had tears rolling down my face. <laughs> and I have been obsessed with her ever since. Yeah. She says she's a comedian, but she's done script writing. Mm -hmm. She's done stand-up shows. She's written a book, which we discuss. She's uh, multiple TV shows mm. that she's she's starred and led. Um, she's also got another show in development. She is just is nonstop. Here's Rosie. Hello, I am Rosie, and I am a comedian, writer, presenter, actor, and actually anything else <laughs> you want to pay me for, <laughs> I'll do it. <laughs> An all-rounder. <laughs> yeah. Just to dive in straight to the to the to the meat. Um, Hit me. <laughs> we saw one of your stand-ups and you said, I'm disabled, I'm a lesbian, and I'm a prick. The BBC loves me. <laughs> Can you talk about the way that you use humour to navigate all those different differences? Yeah, yeah. I've always, always used humour. And actually, I've found it is the best and easiest way to let people know that even though I am disabled, even though I do speak slower, there is nothing wrong with me intellectually and I'm just like everyone else but I feel that even now people can feel a little bit awkward when it comes to 
disability and diversity in as a whole. So I've always used humour to go, this is me, don't feel awkward, don't feel uncomfortable. I don't take myself too seriously. So I get on board with me and who I am or fuck off. <laughs> I love that. I mean, that's the way you've got to be, isn't it? Yeah. Just yeah. tell him to fuck off. <laughs> um, I think that's, I mean, yeah, that's a really good way to be. And I think I love that you won the Attitude, or one of the Attitude Awards last year. Um, and I've watched a load of your different videos online, loads of your different stand-ups. And watching you talk about winning that award and what that meant to you, you were really sincere in terms of, like what that what that meant and the kind of the what it was like growing up as well you've had a little bit of time to reflect on that what does it feel like now seeing that you've it, had that win it meant so much and i'm so glad you picked up on that because being a comedian means that I spend a lot of my life making jokes and actually not being sincere. And when I won the comedy award, I wanted to put a few jokes in, but actually it meant more than that because I am gay and I am so, so proud to be in the LGBTQ plus community. But I've been on a long journey to get here. Um, and winning that award made me go, oh my God, they accept me, they love me for who I am. Because like I say in the speech, I grew up in the 90s where the word lesbian was a slur and I never got bullied at school but being disabled meant that I was already different so therefore growing up with this added thoughts and feelings towards girls made me go oh my god <laughs> like how much 
Those are little girl had to deal with. <laughs> and it's, I honestly thought for so many years, I'm not gay, I'm disabled. Like, it felt too much to be a woman and gay and disabled and northern. I mean, <laughs> it's a lot to take on. And that is also because of TV and representation. There was nobody growing up that I could think, oh, that's like me. There was no one I could relate to. So that's why the Attitude Award meant so much because I'm finally at a point in my life where I am so proud and comfortable with who I am. And I hope that with the platform I've been given, going hello and disabled and gay and a woman but as well as all that I'm just rosy I hope that future generations can look up to me and think it she's proud to be herself I'm proud to be myself so yeah it felt like a warm point in my career that I did want to be sincere and I wanted to celebrate the fact that in 2021 we can go out there and on the whole be celebrated for who we are yeah i was so happy to see you and i'm sure it's going to be the first Mm. of so many more (laughs) so many more to come (laughs) you um you touched on representation there um, and we know you recently wrote an episode of uh, Sex Education, and you've got your show Mission Accessible. Can you, um, yeah, talk about it? What it's like writing your own stories? Oh, yeah. Like I say, growing up, there was nobody disabled on TV or in drama, and you couldn't even envisage a disabled comedian. Like, as I said earlier, I've, I come from a funny family and I've always used 
comedy and crack jokes in my private life. But actually, the miracle of being a professional comedian never even came into my mind, mainly because of my speech. I thought, oh, they wouldn't have me on shows or panel shows or live at the Apollo. And then slowly I was like, well, why not? Like, because I know that I speak slowly and sometimes it's more difficult to understand. But actually, you just need to listen harder and tune in and actually from a comedy point of view that I use that to my advantage because people are concentrating so hard they're really taken by surprise oh, yeah. when they drop a joke at them. So I just think diversity on TV is so important because if we get diversity on TV, yeah, get to accept diversity in life. Mm -hmm. Like, I find that the more I'm on TV, the more I'm understood and accepted in real life. Because now, people who don't know me are like, oh, that's Rosie. She talks like that, but she's absolutely fine. And I hope it goes beyond me so that if you see someone disabled on TV and you meet someone disabled in real life, you think, oh, I don't feel awkward or uncomfortable because I've seen them telling jokes, having sex, being a bastard, <laughs> just being a proper human being and yet representation is so important because like I say growing up 
there was nobody like me on TV and I started to think, well, am I valid? Where is my place in the world? So it's not only important for able-bodied people to understand and accept disability, it's as important for disabled people to see themselves and go, oh, great, I can be an actor or comedian or just be myself and achieve my dreams. Yeah, gorgeous. I um, I, I watched Mission Mission Accessible recently. Like for anyone that is able-bodied, it, it brings up a lot of really important points that you just kind of you bypass a lot of. Like to kind of give a bit of background to the show, you are planning small holidays for disabled people, um, yeah. around the UK. So they kind of give you a mission, you go and plan out the little holiday, you go and find activities, and it's just 20 minutes, 15, 20 minutes, but it it was just so fantastic because there was so many things in there that I was like, obviously that should just be a regular Mm -hmm. thing, and it's just mind-blowing that it it is not. Um, I really loved the Brighton episode (laughs) when you ended in the gay club (laughs) and found them a date. (laughs) Yeah. was so great for me because we were planning a holiday for a guy called Daniel who was in a wheelchair and it's unbelievable of how many gay clubs have no disability access and then we're back to my um, problem growing up or going, how can I be disabled mm-hmm. and gay? Like, being gay and being in the queer community should be self-accepting and welcoming and I think we're getting there but for so many years the queer community was actually geared towards white gay men Mm -hmm. and it's now just making sure that we celebrate that intersectionality and just embrace all different people from our queer family. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. And <laughs> something that made me laugh is one of the interviews you did around Mission Accessible. You had an alternate name 
for the show, didn't you, that you wanted to call it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, for reason. They wouldn't let me call it Crip Advisor. I mean... I don't know why that wouldn't work. Yeah, Crip Advisor. I mean, we love a good pun, a bottoming. Oh, yeah. Like, we are all for the puns. <laughs> um, so, in terms of representation, one of the really exciting things that we've just found out, that you've just announced, is that you're writing a children's book. So, congratulations on the announcement. Amazing. Do you want to tell us a little bit more about that? Yeah, yeah. Um, well, I don't want to give everything away. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I talked a lot about TV representation, but also growing up, I was a massive butt And actually, it was... My first ever dream was to be a children's book author because I wanted to write something about disabled people and I wanted to show that disabled kids just like everyone else so yeah I've um, written a book called The Amazing E.D. Eckhart Um, and she is amazing Uh, she's funny she's bold she's out there and she has to have cerebral palsy. I mean, I don't know how I came <laughs> up with that idea. Um, but yeah, I wanted to write a kid's book and it from nine to eleven year olds and I think it's something that able-bodied kids can read and you think, oh, disabled people are just like us. And it's also for disabled kids to go, yes, that's like me. She's amazing and I'm amazing. So yeah, I've spent a lot of this year in the company of Edie and I love her and I can't wait for the world to meet her. Oh, we're so excited to meet her too. Yeah, when is she when is she due out? She is coming into the world with a bank on the fifth of August. 
It's going in the Shame. calendar right now. <laughs> yeah. Fire yeah. right now. <laughs> we, like we said at the very beginning, you've just got so much on at the minute, um, and rightly so, because you're incredible. Um, but you've also got uh, Sliding Doors S show coming out. Can you talk yeah. about that? Yeah, well, that's in development. Um, and that's a sitcom because, like I say, um, me right now, I'm proud of who I am. But there are times where I wonder who I will be and what I would be doing if I wasn't disabled. Because I think it's like the butterfly effect. And I think me being disabled has affected my personality my friendships, my career, everything. And I think people sometimes look at me and they pity me for being disabled, but I never feel sorry for myself. Because actually, I think um, I know myself more and I'm more confident with who I am because I am disabled. So this sliding door sitcom, one half of it will be me right now what I'm doing and then the other world will be what I would be doing if I were able-bodied. Sounds so interesting. Yeah. What what yeah. what phase is it at at the minute? So right now we're writing the script and it's in with the BBC so mm. hopefully it'll be out soon oh, so exciting fingers crossed yeah I don't know honestly how you find the time <laughs> for all of these things <laughs> share honestly, the secrets <laughs> honestly I never sleep oh god <laughs> <laughs> Thanks so much, Rosie, for speaking with us. It was a joy, honestly. And one thing that we didn't discuss because we didn't know it was happening at the time, um, we mentioned Mission Accessible, um, which is on all four. But you may have seen since. Um, it actually came out a couple of weeks ago, um, but you can get the box set now on all four. Trip Hazard, My Great British Adventure. It's a bigger show than Mission Accessible. Um, it's a travel show. Rosie goes around the UK. Um, basically doing whatever was allowed at the time of filming 
because it was during the very brief break in between lockdowns last summer. But each episode, she has a guest um, that joins her in a different part of the UK and they just explore how beautiful the UK is. So the guests include Scarlett Moffat of mm. Gogglebox fame. Amazing. Jamali Maddox. Fab. Jenny Eclair. Fab. And Joe Wilkinson. Brilliant. Um, and I'd say I binged them all on Sunday because I was howling. <laughs> it is so funny. <laughs> What's what, next episode? We have um, Amazon Letty. Yeah, so Amazon is um, a powerhouse. Actually, she um, is a global LGBTQ advocate. Basically does a, a ton of different things internationally. She advocates kind of around homelessness, LGBT youth, sports, HIV and AIDS. She kind of does numerous amounts of things mm-hmm. um so yeah we're going to be discussing a little bit more um around all of the work she does and um how all of that ties into her own mental health and also the bigger picture and as usual please rate and subscribe be sure to review on itunes but in the meantime you're doing amazing sweetie you're doing amazing sweetie toodle loop bye What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com.